Welcome back to the Nathan and Gabe Show. Hey everybody, this is Nathan. This is Gabe. And we're doing a show. Yeah, I didn't expect that. That was a weird volley to kick things off and feel like I wasn't I wasn't in a... I'm, I'm used to getting used to that voice. You are, I know. Yeah. You, you do enjoy that voice because you can go right to it. I think that yeah. if you're going to have a voice, you have to have like total command and control of that. So you have to do it consistent enough to kind of round out the tone and everything. Yeah. And then... Then you can just have that as your voice. Like that's like every, I don't know, cartoon character. Every that's True. a famous cartoon character. You see them in interviews, and they just go boom to the voice. Yeah, you know, it was a weird one. Is uh, you ever watch The Simpsons a lot? Of course, you probably. Of course, you know. yeah. I was raised on The Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons. the the woman that plays Lisa Yardley Smith is her name. Okay, if you hear her speak, she sounds just like Lisa Simpson regularly. Really? That, like she doesn't change her voice at that's all. That's the way how to go. she sounds. So how how nice? I is mean, that? yeah. How awesome is that? Right? Yeah. Most people they have to kind of put on the character probably. Yeah. And to be able to just be the voice. Yeah. You literally, that's the easiest job in the world. To talk. You have to talk. Yeah. God. And they make. She probably makes a little bit more money than we have. A little bit. Talking. Oh, man. More money than a lot of people made on Doge last night. Oh, Dogecoin. Are we going right to it? Why not? Cryptocurrency. Yeah. Oh, man. Tell me more about Dogecoin, Gabe. Okay. So I think this is from what I, this is my very rudimentary knowledge of what Dogecoin actually is. So I think that it was a cryptocurrency founded on the idea that it was just like a meme. There's yeah. a doge. It's like a, it's a Shiba dog or whatever it is. It's like the one that has like no neck. Yeah. It was a really popular meme with this dog that, you know, everybody kind of just thought was really funny. Probably anybody that's listening to this knows probably what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, because it was a really big deal last night. So what happened last night was that Elon Musk, who is like the the doge father, so to speak, all right, he gets on SNL, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And he starts talking about Dogecoin a little bit here and there. But he, he talked about it seriously, and he also kind of joked about it a little bit. But that was going to make or break a lot of people's, like, Doge stock that they had last night. So I think it went as high up to 73 cents. 73 cents, yep. And then it went down into the 40s, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. But I know that most people, as it started plummeting, Sold. started selling immediately. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We call those people paper hands. Really? Yeah. Those are the people that are, they're just looking for the quick buck. They're not really in it to it. So I know, okay. and and guess what? Guilty. <laughs> I sold all my Dogecoin at 71 cents. Really? And I was in at, I think like 22 cents or something like that. So I, I did pretty, you know, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't commit a lot to it originally anyway, right. but the return from what the investment was is insane. Right. It's not sustainable. I don't see how this how in the world can this happen where literally you put $100 into your phone and you sit on it for a little bit and mm-hmm. then now you've got $300 or yeah, $500 or $1,000, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. And I, I have a hard time really wrapping my head around it. And also the fact that there's so many different cryptocurrencies. A lot. Way like, more than I thought. Doge has no real like uh, value because it doesn't really do anything. It's just sort of there. And a lot of the other ones like... Um, you know, whatever, the main ones, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ethereum Litecoin, yeah. yeah, like they all have jobs to do in the blockchain. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you a whole lot more than that, other than there's different cryptocurrencies that have different jobs, but they're all valuable and they're all, they all have um, utility. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what makes Dogecoin funny is that it's like, it's a really valueless thing that only, things only have value if we all agree that they have value. Yeah. 
right? Like right. even with dollars. Yeah, with money, know, right. We want exactly. we went away from the gold standard. So like mm-hmm. back in the day, a chunk of gold, like you understood that gold was valuable. Yeah, more gold too. equals more value. Yeah, right, exactly. And now we're like, hey, I got some ones and zeros in my phone. These are worth something. Yeah. And you say, yeah, they're worth something. Isn't that and now they are. Yeah, it is really strange. And I've been... but this is what I don't get because then you, what does money do? It pays for like goods and services. Right. And so. If I'm a farmer and I sell lettuce, if I grow lettuce, if I put a, a you know all my time and energy into growing a good crop of lettuce, and then that's that's work that's gone into that, right? Mm-hmm. That's like physical labor that's gone into creating this thing, and now people consume this thing, and if they're paying with ones and zeros that are that don't really have any value, how at the end of the day is that farmer getting? I guess he just gets those ones and zeros, and yeah. now he's got a bunch of ones and zeros for his lettuce. Yeah, I, it's it's hard to wrap my head around it. Yeah, I feel dumb when I try to talk about it. I don't, I don't know. It's how I'm, I feel like back and we've touched on this before. It, with the confidence in which you talk about things makes it seem like you know even more. Okay, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't really know a whole lot. I do see it though. You know, I have paid attention to it mm-hmm. for the last at least year plus. And um, I, my, I have a Coinbase account, and that's just one of the different platforms that you can get cryptocurrency on. Yeah. And I have, uh, I have a bunch, and they offer a bunch on there, so you can kind of, um, like average out or see which ones are are gaining. So you could take like a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. put it into this Coinbase, you get like ten dollars in Bitcoin when you do that if you use like an affiliate link. So then you have like a hundred and ten dollars right off the bat, and yeah. if Bitcoin goes up then you can have $115 by the end of the day without doing anything. Right. And and if Bitcoin and if you would take that $100 and you invest say like 25 in Ethereum, 25 in Litecoin, 25 in Bitcoin, 25 in another one mm-hmm. and just watch your dollars change, then you can get an idea and if you look if you if you look at it like in a, a day, then the dollars go up and down, yeah. you know, like a Bitcoin can change a thousand dollars in a day, what it's worth, and that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. But if you scale back and you look at it at a week, month, yeah. year, then you see that it's just going up, 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 mm-hmm. up, up. And so it makes sense that, like right now, Ethereum, it's like I think it's like thirty five hundred dollars, but it's gained like a thousand dollars in the last month. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Yeah. So if you had two thousand dollars, if you had one Ethereum a month ago, now you have. Three thousand, like four hundred dollars or something. Do you think that's because of the rise of NFTs? Like NFTs are kind of like Ethereum is the NFT currency. Yeah, maybe a lot of people are putting a lot of money into NFTs, and mm-hmm. then there's a lot of people that say that that that's going to be like you're just kind of blowing your money, you're kind of wasting your money. But really? then there's other people that say that NFTs are going to be part of our life, and everybody's going to carry around a digital NFT, which is a non fungible token wallet filled with all of these things that we self-identify as. So right now you're wearing a Scramble brand shirt, right? And so that Scramble brand, that's that's part of how you identify. You're a grappler, you're, sure. you're a jujitsu guy. Yeah. Scramble brand is a, is a grappling brand. Mm-hmm. And so you you feel like that that kind of represents a little bit of who you are. A little bit. This one says less talk on it, though, which I feel like is not. Maybe. Not your thing. I feel like it's, it's just, I should just scratch that out. It says Scramble brand, less talk, more work. It should probably say Scramble brand, more work, 
talk more less. T- more talk, maybe, too. <laughs> I mean, no, that, that's the same thing. Talk less. The same thing. Yeah. More work and more talk. It just yeah. doesn't sound the same. Yeah, because I I talk plenty. But but so so you use that brand as a representative to help self-identify. Uh, self-identify sure. Right? Yeah. Because it tells a story a little bit about who you are. Yeah. And so people say that that NFT wallet is going to be kind of the same thing is you're going to be carrying around this digital representation because so much of our lives are online now, mm-hmm. right? So now people are using like NFTs and cryptocurrency to fill out their online persona and we're becoming more and more connected with this digital world and the NFTs are going to be a big part of that is what some of the big NFT fans say. Right. Other people say you're you're putting money in in ones and zeros and somebody could take a screenshot of your NFT and and yeah you have maybe you have the original meme that somebody made right but if i don't give a shit about memes then that means nothing to mm-hmm. me so you might have just bought a $100,000 original meme that the creator made and you've got all of the the layers and they made it on and all this or whatever yeah. and and if you agree that that's worth a hundred thousand dollars than it is, and if you can get other people to agree, then yeah. then now now it's worth that's something. I feel like a lot of a lot of cryptocurrency kind of is at least how I feel. Is it almost feels like you're always trying to talk somebody into joining with you? For example, like I, I am, this, I, I was, really am. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm on this one like pie right now. It's in like the farming stages, right? So I keep sending people. I sent you one, like my link. It's like if you use it, and then you're in my trusted circle. We both make more out of this. Sorry, I haven't used it yet. It's bro. okay. I, I, help I, me get on it. I'll do it. Okay, I'm down. That's you the know. thing because I like I've sent it to a lot of people. And they're like, yeah, I'll get on it, but you know, life happens. It's so like Coinbase, man. It's like I'm amiibo. on that now, though. I used I used your uh, promo code. You did. So, yeah. Sick. Thanks, so dude. I got my five dollars in Bitcoin, and if I invest a hundred, you get ten, which is cool. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that, how, that's how that works. Right? Okay. So that works out though. Since I used your code, anytime either of it sounds like we're uh, pitching an ad here, but you know, bear with us. So uh, every time that I invest or sell a hundred dollars, we both get ten dollars in Bitcoin. Oh wow! Because I, didn't I used your that. code, so that's you awesome. help me out by using your code. Maybe that's why my crypto total is going up. I, Maybe. I and then I watched all these ads, man. Like, there's all these things on there. They're not ads, but they're like little um, infomercial. Did type you watch things. that? Hell yeah, yeah, dude. That's free money. Yeah, it was easy. So, so on Coinbase, and... there's a way that you can make money. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I oh no, you're good. Thing. No, you're and, good. So you did it. Yeah. So Tell us about an, it. What did you do? In about an hour's time, I made forty-four dollars in cryptocurrencies. Yes. And so you watch like three two-minute videos, you know, a handful of videos, just, like, short ones. Educational, take, interesting, yeah, exactly. like, they, they're they're cool. Like, it's not like it's some boring person sitting in a chair talking yeah, to you. Yeah, they're animated. Animated, which it's is interesting. Easier to follow. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I sit there, and I watch these, and just in learning about it, you take, like, a little quiz at the end. So you'll learn something about whichever cryptocurrency it may be, and then it says, you know, this is a A, B, or C. So you pick one of those things. If you pass... Then you get two dollars in whatever crypto. Yeah, and I keep looking at those every day because I'm like, I hope that there's more. Yeah. I doubt that there's going to be more. Yeah, there ha- there haven't been any more since I did it. Because they're a not going to give out more free money. And you look at those those cryptocurrencies are actually trending up. Yeah, so, so I thought about maybe putting more money into that anyhow. Because think of how many more people join Coinbase, get that free cryptocurrency, then more people are going to want to buy into that particular cryptocurrency once they see it going up. Right. So that's a good way to do it. And it's affordable right now. Yeah. At, at the level that it is. Affordable, you know. Affordable, like it's not, you know, 
whatever you know here's the thing hundred dollars at, at crypto it's yeah like, it's yeah like two dollars yeah so you can, like but, bitcoin is like fifty eight thousand yeah, dollars for one bitcoin right. i think uh ethereum is like 35 grand mm-hmm. or something and and litecoin is like three hundred dollars or something yeah and so you can get some that are like a dollar fifty or three dollars mm-hmm. or something like that yeah and so what i did with all of those is i i saw them going up and down but then I saw Litecoin mm-hmm. starting to really go. Yeah. So I just took all mine and you can just convert them from whatever cryptocurrency over to the one that you want. So I just took mine and just put them all into Litecoin. Nice. Yeah. And then and then, dude, this is so crazy. This is why I say, how does this how is this possible? Because then I see my Litecoin uh going up, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see like Bitcoin dropping down. And so there's a saying in the stock market is like buy buy low, sell high. Right. That's how you make money, right? So then I would see my Litecoin up like 10%. And then I'd see my Bitcoin down like 4%. So I'd sell, I'd convert all my Litecoin over to Bitcoin. And then boom, Bitcoin starts to go back up two, three days later. Now it's up a few thousand dollars. I take that and then I convert it over to Litecoin when Litecoin oh, is, cool. is, is yeah. low. So um, I convert when it's high, I sell it off, and then I buy a, a, a one that's lower, knowing that they're all going to go up. Right. And so, dude, that's what I've been doing. I've, like, uh, I won't throw any numbers out, but I will say that all I've done, I invested a few hundred dollars to start yeah. with, and I've made three times that. Wow. Just by switching around, man. It's free to yeah. convert to <laughs> cryptocurrency. I don't want to throw out $47. I don't want to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not rich. You know, but I am looking at mansions in L.A. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't even live there. Yeah, I would hate to live in L.A., right, bro. Dude. Oh, yeah. my God. Imagine driving, just going anywhere. Here, I kind of like driving in L.A. because you go, really? it's it's just crazy, dude. For somebody that's ADHD, uh-huh. like now, finally, uh, all cylinders are firing because yeah. we're going 90 and now we're going 7. And now, and people are like weaving in and out of traffic. Yeah. I got music going on because, like, they play cool music down there and not, like, up here. Where, really? What kind I don't of, know. What kind of music's cool? Just what the kids listen to, you know? The, what, pop? I don't know. Whatever the cool stuff is. <laughs> you don't they, have a phone? I, here's the thing. You just I, listen to your phone. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I don't know what the kids are like, like yeah. okay? So, it's not uh, good. They play swears, like, on radio stations, which I thought is kind of cool. Do, they curse? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember uh, going down with uh, our friend Kyle mm-hmm. there, and that's when they were. Uh, there's a song about, uh, oh God, cooking up dope in a crock pot or really? something. Yeah, it's like a. It's like seems a, like a bad way. Like slow cooking dope seems cooking like cooking up dope in a crock pot. But imagine this, right? If you were a dope, is crazy premise. But if you were a real like dope head, yeah. Right. Would you want to know how to make it with like a crock pot? Yeah, yeah like if you were hooked on weed. You could do it if you're slow cooking it. That seems like the like the the least frantic drug, probably. Weed? No, no, no. I'm just I just said weed because it's obviously. I think when they say you're cooking up dope in a crock pot, they're yeah. not talking about like weed. I, I know this. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I think just, it's about, I just I, what are they talking I, about? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Is okay, if you I'm were, not connected if you to the drug on, culture of the youth. If you were hooked on cocaine or crack or heroin, those all seem like things that that people like need immediately right 
So a crock pot's typically associated a with slow. like low and slow. Yeah. Right? But what if you're, we're talking quantity here because the kids don't just do little bits of drugs anymore now. Yeah. They're, right? It's like cryptocurrency. They're making all that Dogecoin yeah. money. Sure. What do you do? Invest in drugs, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I would imagine with There's the, money there, for with, sure. With the lax uh, drug culture in Oregon mm-hmm. and the rise in cryptocurrency which are probably a little bit more popular with the younger generation than they are the older folks we're gonna see an influx of young kids with money yeah and where's that where's that money gonna go it's gonna stimulate the economy somewhere yeah i'm guessing weed shops are gonna do great yeah right i'm guessing what (laughs) cars probably nightclubs yeah yeah once people are allowed back in yeah well dude that that might be this okay just had a thought okay It's the year after the pandemic, slowly we're opening back up. Now, all of a sudden, this youth have a a whole wave of money coming in from this cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Will 2021 be the wildest summer in USA history? Wow. Finally, we have, we all experience freedom. I mean, there's kids out there that are, that are 16 years old. That they've been locked inside since oh, they were 14 years you old. Imagine. Now, but they're nerds, so they made, now they got $3,000 on cryptocurrency from grandma's uh, initial $200 yeah. Christmas card. And now, like, they're looking at 2021 yeah. and they're going, okay, I'm 16 this year. I got a car. I got my Doge money. Yeah. Right? Drugs are legal in Oregon. Like, sure let's just, let's just get crazy. Man. Craziest summer ever. 2021. I'm calling it now. Wow. I wish they would all sign up for a gym. That'd be nice. Yeah. But party drug summer Dude, might be, be better. Best. Can you imagine just, just a wave of just strong out teens that are trying to get their life back on track and they come in and just get So that's what you gotta do. House. You gotta prepare two thousand twenty two. Yeah. Pushing the hey, let's get off of let's the get drugs. Clean. Let's get off of the yeah. drugs from the craziest summer ever and let's get your life back. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Until 2023, we got COVID-23 hits again, yeah, and now we're I back know. locked inside. Yeah. I really hope it doesn't come back. God. I think it will if we let it. Yeah. By we let it, I mean, we accept being dominated by politicians. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what sucks? What? Is uh, that no matter who I'm with, if somebody, if somebody is... Like mask or no mask or whatever it is, no matter who I'm with. And I apologize for this. I'm just like, yeah, you know, you're right. But I just, I just, I'm just such a, it's not like I don't have a spine. I very much have a spine. It's not rubber. I guess I just kind of, it sucks. I kind of just do whatever. You just go with the flow around with. Right. Like, like. If we're hanging out, you're like an amoeba. You just you change shape to fit whatever. That seems it, like, but they don't have a spine, <laughs> right? So that okay. sucks. Okay. Yeah, but so I just feel like if I'm with you, I'm not gonna wear a mask. Yeah. But if I'm with like a group of people, they're if you're like, with hey, me, we're sweating in each other's mouth. Yeah, we're like the exact opposite of mask wearing people. Like yeah. we don't even wear very much clothing at times. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? oh god yeah man yeah you know what's funny speaking about driving and this was really nice the other day is uh i was talking with jp texting me and he's like dude i have i have like 50 minutes of like his 
uh, commute, commute to work. Yeah. It was like 50 minutes, so he said he listens to the podcast in that time. Oh, good. Yeah, he said he listens to it every day. Nice. He was considering maybe flying back out here to grab, like, get on here. Don't do that yet, man. It'd That'd be, be cool, it, though. It would be cool, but, like, uh, let's let's raise up that Tesla stock a little bit. Dude, I know, know, man. Like, let's get to work, bro, first. <laughs> let's get to work. Yeah. Dude, he was showing me these, uh, like, uh, well, I don't know. Nah, yeah, I maybe don't. now that it's out there. Yeah, I heard... Right? Yeah. That they have machines in Tesla that, like, make your food for you. And, like, so, like, they'll do, like, a, like a machine in the wall, right? And it'll have, like, a pizza or, like, a pho or whatever, like, soup. Pho, I think it's... I think it's it's pronounced pho. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. I'm, pho? Yeah. I've never said, hey, let's go get pho. I've never heard yeah. anybody say it. It's always, hey, let's go get pho. Yeah. I think it's literally spelled like P-H-O. Yeah, but it's pronounced pho. Is it? It is, dude. <laughs> okay. I promise. All right. Well, we're going to circle yeah. back on that one. Okay. All right. So anyway, anyhow. so yeah, you get pho. Pho. Yeah. So if you're going to go and get some pho at that. But anyhow, they have this, this like machine that does it for you. So you say like what you want. On your pizza. We're, we're just going to say pizza, because if I keep saying pho, yeah. I'm, probably gonna, I'm just going to see your rage building. <laughs> no. But so we get, you could get like a pizza, just say what you want on it, and this machine like whips it up for you and gets it for you like immediately. And I was like, man, that's like the future right there. Every time I talk to JP, I'm like, dude, you're like in the future. Yeah. It's so wild. Like he talks about these, you know, these things. And obviously he can't disclose a ton of yeah, you know, I mean he's he's working it. at like one of the the peaks of like technological. It might be the peak. It might be the peak. I mean SpaceX probably and like really. There's so, I mean, but he's SpaceX? he's in the zone, dude. He's in the he's in the he's under the umbrella of Elon. Yeah, and Elon I think is at the pinnacle. I didn't know that he had asp that he has Aspergers. Elon. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Isn't that wild? Uh, I mean, have you watched him talk and like... Yeah, I saw, I saw his monologue on Saturday Night Live. Uh, okay. He, he was a little stiff. A little stiff. He, he, here's the thing. You can't be so smart and like on the, on the, the forefront, the precipice mm -hmm. of modern age thinking and be like normal. Just a normal... Yeah, thing, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Because like our brains, unfortunately, I don't think... You know, we're not building rockets with our no, brains, bro. Not at all. And probably because um not necessarily we don't have the circuitry for it mm -hmm. to do it, but our circuitry is is being like normal, social. Yeah, I th yeah, I think that's the thing is we're so focused on just our exterior life, whether it's our phone, whether it's, you know, coming to the gym, whether it's surfing, whatever it is, we're always focused on so many different tasks, ADHD or whatever it is. Yeah. But when you have something like Asperger's or, or uh, autism or something, you're you, you, become you become singularly focused on something that you are so passionate about. And that's probably what would catapult you into yeah. the next level. Yeah. You know, I think that's like any artist. We talked about the artist before being like a little bit out there, mm -hmm. you know, and with, with the uh, same thing, like with technology, I would imagine even more so, like you think of somebody who stereotypically uh, sits in front of the computer all day. Like now, like this guy is like the ultimate version of that dude. Yeah, you know, and so it makes sense he's not out doing jujitsu, right? Because he's building rockets. Mm -hmm. You know, we need those guys too. Yeah, 
Oh, dude, one hundred percent. And, and then, it's kind of inspiring, though. It's and it just it shows too, and to to see people um, rally around somebody or an idea, and then have somebody that's like kind of unique be at the fr- forefront of mm-hmm. that. Like that's a pretty cool thing, yeah. You know? And those people historically have been viewed as like really special people, right? And I think he's one of those guys. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I would. He, like Einstein, kind of yeah. like an Einstein, for sure. You know, or do you think like like uh, like Thomas Edison, right? Yeah, it's like a great inventor, or yeah. like Da Vinci, right? Yeah. Another great inventor. Yeah, do you think that these people were also on the spectrum? For sure, they would have had to probably, be, right? Yeah, it just wasn't a diagnosable thing back then. Yeah, you, you were know? just the you were just the weird just, artist. Yeah, just interesting. Weird, yeah, you're. Yeah, because yeah. if you spoke with Elon Musk, you you might just be like, okay, he's just a little socially awkward. I mean, here's the thing: to talk to somebody like that, you're you're probably viewing them up on a pedestal, mm-hmm. and so anything they say to you is going to be like filtered through all of these like preconceived right. notions and like expectations. Right? Like I would already be assuming that like, wow, this guy's way more intellectual than I. Am. Yeah. So he I could would say something be... totally stupid, right? And but I look at him and go, oh man, you're like the an Einstein of our 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 age. So I'm going to like read it so deeply that I'm going to like create yeah. value out of it when mm-hmm. they he might have just been like making a joke. Yeah, the sky but, is orange. You'd be like uh, you'd be like wow, it is. It is kind of orange. Like, wow, uh, it is pretty orange. Yeah. Just Hopefully gray. not that silly of an example. But maybe. But maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Somebody that you hold up on that much having that much value in everything they mm-hmm. say, then anything they say, you're going to place it's just value. Be gold. Yeah. 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 His monologue however wasn't 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 all was I think they were just trying to put a few key words in there for yeah. everybody. His mom was on there. His mom was. Yeah, and she made the first Dogecoin joke. Mm. You know, uh, he was like, you, I almost tried to do an impression. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> okay, that's a relief. But he goes like, yeah, you know, uh, something about whatever I got you for Mother's Day. And she's like, as long as it's not Dogecoin. And then it was like, Psh- <laughs> the fucking uh, stocks are just just going down. Like his mom joked about it. His mom's not even on board. But then he had like a whole thing. It's like the weekend update or whatever it is. Yeah. And he was just like hammering on. He's like, "This is the thing of the future. Trust me." So I don't know. Yeah. And then it went up. Yeah. I mean, a few cents. And then everybody went, "Oh man, how long is this going to go up for?" Yeah. I already made three hundred percent. Whatever. A thousand percent. Like, I'm good. Wait, it was at 70 when the show started. As the show aired, we watched it live just go, like, just into the abyss. But like it's 40. because it's because everybody went, oh, man, it went up to 70. There's a lot of anticipation about it going up yeah. oh, before yeah. that. Yeah. So everybody thought it was going to hit a dollar. What happened is paper hands, people, people that were looking to get that return mm-hmm. said, oh, man, 70 cents i don't think it's gone pulling out yeah and then everybody started to see that kind of shaky 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 Mm -hmm. and then they went oh no it's going down i gotta sell now before before it drops down too much yeah and then all the rest of the people are saying no hold you gotta just hold it don't worry about don't sell at 70 cents because if everybody holds it'll get to a dollar yeah but then everybody at 70 cents guilty said Dude, I, I made my money. I'm yeah. going to pull out and then I'll reinvest after it drops down because I don't see it going way up to a dollar without it going and, and yeah. you know, kind of going down first. Do you think that first. it will reach a dollar? 
Do you think that it will go back down and then come back up? Uh, here's the thing. I'm probably going to reinvest. I think as of this podcast, it was sitting around 53 cents or something like yeah. that. And um, I'm waiting for some funds to settle, and then probably I'll I'll go back in. I think I, I would do... like to to go in. I was never in. But yeah, I, think I would like to. Yeah, um, probably. You got to think if it's 52 cents for one Dogecoin right now, and it, and it reaches a dollar, and you put a dollar in, you double your money. Yeah, yeah. Now you got yeah. two dollars. Yeah. You know, and so put a thousand dollars in, you got two thousand yeah. dollars. You know. So. Put my life savings in, and then it's you got trouble. five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> put my life savings in, I have a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's not for everybody, you know. No. It ta- but it it is a very special time for those people yeah. that have a little bit of money set aside mm-hmm. and are willing to take a chance. You know what I think? I think that they made the app very addictive. I oh, think. of course. Of course, they make everything addictive. Yeah. But you look like the Coinbase app, so and they're downloading it, and it's like it's you're seeing the stats. And it yeah. makes it fun. Yeah. You know, you can see it immediately. Like, I think there's a reason that they gave us those initial bit or uh, initial cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Because they're all kind of trending up. Yeah. They might not ever get super big, but it makes you more hooked on like, hey, I'm going to start investing money now because look at how I'm, I'm already gaining. You well, know, you got to think a so. A few bucks or whatever, which isn't much. But then you look at it and you're if you only have forty dollars and you gain four dollars. It's like, wow, you're up 10% today. Yeah. That's a huge deal, you know? So then that makes you want to put in more because you're like, I'm always going to be up 10%. That isn't the case. No, it's not the case. But then you screen, you you pan out and you look at it big picture. Yeah. And we're just starting with cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. It's not going away unless the power gets shut off. Yeah. And if that's the case, man, you better know how to grow a garden. But who cares about regular money then? If the power gets shut off, then what's my paper money going to do? might help start a fire yeah i mean that's the problem is that we don't we're not backed by the gold standard now so we don't right and it would go back to probably exchanging goods and services yeah, exactly. so how you know how much garlic can i grow in my garden yeah i'll trade you a, a couple cloves of garlic for one head of lettuce from yeah. your garden and oh shit you caught some lincod today yeah. great i shot a deer last month i'll give you some venison for some lincod right and that's what's so now tribes man it's gonna be a yeah. tribal thing i'd give you berries but somebody fucking ate them all billy <laughs> dude i laughed way too hard at that. you laughed the hardest that's one of the hardest i've ever seen you laugh yeah and we've shared some good belly laughs yeah. over the years yeah man that was a good that was a good bit mm. yeah you know what's funny is i thought that i was gonna get more uh, laughs rolling whenever we had the little jam session in here yeah and with uh, you and kyle and uh alec alec yeah Alec the bassist. But, uh, dude, I mean, those guys are, like, very into music. Are they? Yeah. So Alec, they were all just 100% into it? Yeah. And you I mean, like... I, I was still kind of playing a little bit, you know, but, like, I I think I don't advertise myself as anything, like, special. Yeah. But I think I fit that role very well. I don't think that I'm, I don't think that I undersell myself. I'm competent, but I don't think that I oversell myself to where people expect too much. And I think that's a hard thing to do with music. Yeah. You guys sounded good, though, from the other side of the wall. Was a lot of that Kyle and Alec? Was most of that Alec? Sure. (laughs) Alec's nuts. Kyle's very good, though. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. He sounds very good. That's cool. Um, You know, I guess it's it's nice if we're going to have band jam out on Friday nights here that you guys sound good. Yeah, right. right. Like if if my neighbors have to hear us jamming out yeah. on Friday nights, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we don't sound terrible though. At least they could like yeah, 
tap their foot to it, mm-hmm. you know, while, if they hear us. When I'm playing, they're like, why do they keep playing the pot by Who Tool? Who is this guy? <laughs> Kyle told me, he goes, I'm so surprised you're not a stoner. I said, why? And he goes, you keep playing, yeah, you know, a bunch of Tool songs. Is like, that what you guys know. are playing mostly is Tool? Um, no, at, we were we were in like a low tuning drop C. So I, don't, uh, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, drop C is like, jeez. Uh, it's just like a lot of like like new metal is what it'd be like like just a lot of disturbed or system of a down okay uh like breaking benjamin those kind of bands yeah and then like some more like metalcore bands like kill switch engage you know that? yeah sure bands like that playing a lot of drop c like avenge sevenfold all okay. that type of junk so it's not bad music the guitarists are really good and yeah stuff. we listen to a lot of those guys during, yeah that's like, that's like camps. i think that's a that's like a good uh yeah it's like a high output you know, you're like good to beats up. to try to yeah. yeah yeah keep that pace high. And I like it better a lot of the times when we're listening to that than pop music because pop music is so repetitive that if you're listening to pop music, you could listen to the same. Like Alex scolded me on timing the other day. Like we were sitting, he was sitting just across from me here, and he was talking about timing. Now every time I'm listening to a song, every single time I I think about Alex talking about timing, hmm. and it's the strangest cool. thing. Like he talks about how. Most pop music is done in like what was like four beats, so it's like one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four, and that's a really like t- 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 like it's really like everybody can like nod their head to it. It makes okay. you feel like happy. It's upbeat, but he's listening to the shit that's just like I don't even understand. Like he can he does like what's called like polyrhythm, so he can take he can keep one beat with his foot and play another beat and talk to you at the same time. Wow. He's just like so, like like split brain in that way. Yeah, it's just like vastly impressive. Yeah, I cannot do that, bro. I can't talk when I play. Yeah, at all. He's like, it takes time. I was like, dude, how much time? I I still never can believe that Alex twenty one. I know, right? He's because he's a smart guy. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, how do you how do you know so much about like 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 he started playing when he was sixteen. Wow. So think about how much five years. Yeah. So think about how much you have to fall in love with music. To in five years' time be at his level. Well, look how good he got at jujitsu in a few months. Right. Yeah. He's what six months in. And I maybe that's just the type of guy he is. You know, yeah. once he finds his thing, he just absorbs that and goes all in on it. Yeah. And that's because yeah, he's he he's very intensely dedicated to what he loves, yeah. which is cool, man. Great. I mean, we need more people like that in the world. I agree for sure. Yeah. You know, not people that are playing. Not I, Kyle was like, yeah, you know power chords. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I just got to play. <laughs> like, it was, just, it was just bad. So what do we need? You guys, you, we have three guitars. We need a drummer. So we have Alec and the bassist. Yeah. Drums are tough, but you can get an electric drum kit. Drums, so are, set the drums are sort of the, yeah, okay, so you can turn them down. And they're good, bit. too, like an electric drum kit. I almost feel like, see, the problem is, here's here's the problem that Alec poses to everybody. And and I love Alec, and he knows this. But so I said, "Hey, let me pick up your bass because I started on bass, and I like to play bass. And I, I would say that I'm better on bass than I am on guitar." Okay. So I pick up his bass, and I'm kind of just thumbing around on it, whatever. The volume's way too loud because I never ever play loud because I'm still kind of like timid in my playing abilities. But so I'm playing, and then he's picking up guitar, and Kyle's jamming, and then he starts jamming with Kyle on guitar, and Kyle stops, and he's like, "Do you play guitar?" And Alec goes, "I have a guitar, but not really." He's that good at music that he can pick up another stringed instrument and already sound better than I sound. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But I think the problem is, so, so suppose we get an electronic drum kit. Alex's going to be the best drummer already. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's the problem <laughs> sure. that he poses is he's so skilled musically, 
Well, you guys need one of those instruments that you see, like, uh, where they've got everything in front of him. He's got, like, the horn, the triangle. He's got one thing going with his foot, yeah, you know? Yeah, like the ever... Bob Dylan thing or whatever, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the music man. Though, just because he was so versatile. Like, yeah. uh, not Bob Dylan. Well, it is, I think, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's super talented. Harmonica, yeah. guitar. But his, uh, shit, the dude from Mary Poppins, the dude from, uh... I think it was like Dick Van Dyke way back then. It's crazy. It's like, hey, guys, surprise. I'm 70 years old. <laughs> but uh, he played like, yeah, the thing with the drum on his back. Okay. And he had like a bunch of instruments around him. Yeah. Like, playing in the park. And yeah. he had the worst British accent of all time. Yeah. That, I'm always impressed by those guys. Yeah. And so Alec probably could pick up one of those and start yeah, tooting it, it 100%. Up. Oh. Yeah. I, I have the utmost competence. He's one of the most competent musicians I've ever been around. Cool. And Kyle can play the guitar too, man. I mean, that was a, an impressive thing. So I'm sitting there just twiddling my thumbs. Yeah. You know? I stayed out. I didn't even come out. I was eating dinner. And I was like, man, these guys sound good. I'll, I'll let them do what they're doing. And then when I decided to come out, you guys are already done. Yeah, I think we're going to go acoustic this weekend. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I have my acoustic guitar and bass. And Alec really likes my bass. So he'll jam on that. I'll grab my guitar and Kyle has his. Maybe. I got a mic, dude. I mean, we could we could plug a mic yeah, into like an amp and start mic. start singing. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Gabe and the Gabes. I knew it was going to happen. Dude. I feel I... like I'm probably probably. I don't know, man. I feel like I have the the confidence to sing, but not well. Mm. Uh, you know. But then it's always it's kind of cringy if you're not very good at singing. Yeah, and you try especially to sing. when Alec is like so good at oh, playing music, and he's yeah. like Gabe. Man, you gotta hold this note a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's not. I he don't grabs your of... balls and you sing higher, <laughs> and he just locks you in <laughs> while he's playing his bass with the other hand because he's that good. Yeah, he's playing with his feet and he's just squeezing anytime he needs me to go. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> That'd be painful. Oh. Painful for my ego as well. <laughs> like, why do you have to do this, man? Yeah. Then we can invest in like a. Uh, a robot that does it for us. I don't Just know. Just an auto squeezer. Yeah, maybe. Or one can... of those ones that you know that people pick up litter with. That's like yeah, the like grabber. A, the grabber. Yeah. yeah. So he can just reach across from, wow. while playing the drums and squeeze your ball. That'd be so funny. We have somebody behind us dressed up like an amp. <laughs> and there's just a grabber that's going up to my junk, just giving it a a little squeeze. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I don't have. I don't know if I have good vocal range. I'm a very like a tenor would be like my kind of thing. Like, I can belt out some Josh Groban. Mm. We were, dude, we were in a room. <laughs> we were in a room working in a tub that had got cracked at work. Okay. So we had to bondo it and then sand that bondo down and then repaint it with, like, this very, like, toxic smelling. Thing. Yeah, I can imagine. So it was just, like, high all day that day. Wow. It was just, it was not good. Like, yeah, I had a terrible. crazy, crazy headache. I don't remember even if we had practice that night. Whatever it was, I was just out of it. You know, Gross, like it yeah. was just a really bad feeling. Do you not have respirators? Yeah, we do, okay. right? But so what's funny about this is, I, so I put my respirator on, and it, it like muffles your voice like this. Wait, do you have to wear a mask over the respirator? <laughs> yeah, to keep it safe, right? Uh, so I was wearing the respirator, and it, it sounds like this, like muffles your voice. It's terrible. It's terrible yeah, anyway. but that, that's that's probably, that's good. How right? it sounds. Yeah, because yeah, it's okay. showing you how quiet it is. So I have this thing on, and me and my buddy Josh, we're working in this room, and so we just start, like, shouting. Like, it was just funny, because, like, nobody can hear us. So I started shouting, but the, what I don't realize, I'm working in a tub. 
right? So the people that are down below us, and I'm trying to be kind of quiet. Like I couldn't sand during when they're in the room in the morning because mm. you're using a palm sander, which is like super loud. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Plus nuts. the vibrations traveling through the pipes. And- yeah, and through the tub, right? So you got to think about it like a tub. It's it's like acoustically pretty sound. So if you're like if you were shouting like out into the air and then shouting into a tub, there's just more sound that's gonna go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of course. So I'm singing You Raise Me Up by Josh Groban at the top of my lungs with a respirator on. And on the door outside, we were boom, 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 boom. And we're like, oh, shit. So Josh goes and looks at the peephole. And he's like, oh, shit, that's another guest. <laughs> so we were like, oh, God. So I was like, fuck it. So I just kept standing like we didn't hear him. Dude, and it, I mean, we were both beat red on our masks. Like, oh, boy, here we go. And, dude, I was laughing way too hard well yeah good times oh my god dude it's it's the bad like causing trouble like laughing when you're not supposed to laugh or causing trouble is like one of the one of really fun fun things in life causing trouble is it's free yeah you know not i mean not anymore not like oh man i mean when i was a kid i used to do like the worst things dude you did you were a troublemaker as a kid (sighs) the worst man really yeah like one of my favorite, see, and I still stand by this, and, like, everybody listening to this is likely an adult, so don't, don't do this, but, uh, one of my favorite things to do as a kid was, so here's, like, a plant, we have a wonderful plant in front of us, right, but imagine that it's a great big planter, so I would take a big planter as a kid at the mid, in the middle of night, There'd be like neighbors and I would take the plants and I would take the the lawn furniture and everything and I'd put them in their neighbor's yard and set them (laughs) up perfectly. Wow. As if it was... You would take the plants out of their garden and replant them in the neighbor's yard? No, 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 no. Just the whole planter. Okay. The whole planter box, right? Yeah. That's actually so funny. I was like, good Lord, bro. That's... That's dedication to fuckery right there. I just dig up an entire <laughs> head. They wake up the next day, they look outside, they've got holes in their neighbor's yeah. yard. It's beautiful. <laughs> right, second. I'd Dude. be so mad if that happened to me. Yeah, well, so it's it's not that bad, but so we would take like a whole planter, as me and like a couple of my shithead friends, we would just move them. And it's, of course, my idea. So I never realized this until I was much older. That these people were following me. You were the ringleader? Yeah, right? Yeah. And I didn't I didn't realize that at the time. But so I was moving these big planters into like somebody else's yard. So whenever somebody would... The best one was like right across the street. Nice. So if somebody opens up their door, they're like, where is our all of our shit? And they look across and it's just in their neighbor's yard. Wow, yeah. Set up perfectly. Hilarious. Right? So one of the good ones was uh, there was somebody that had like a card they were working on. Like kind of like a... It was a beat up porsche but it was still a porsche right yeah. so you know if you fix this thing up and you paint it and do whatever you need to it's probably going to be like a really nice vehicle cool so they had a car cover on it and they had these two kind of big stone lions outside on either side of their front door sure so across the way right across the way we uh took the stone lions and we put them on either side of their neighbor's front door and then took the car cover off the porsche and <laughs> left it hanging halfway out of their garbage can wow why do I still think this is so funny? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I would hear you doing that, and I would come out and tackle you. Yeah, that. Would, yeah, I wouldn't want to be doing that to you. That's for sure. But it was still, it was so funny, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Or there was a kid that we went to school with, Matt, and he was a real nice kid, you know. But he lived in a family that had all of these boys. Like, so they had like I think like he had like several brothers, 
all boys. Like, didn't have one sister. I think there was, I want to say there was nine, but I don't know if that was just a joke. Wow. There's so many kids, right? So, Matt and I were in the same grade. And outside of his folks' house, they had this enormous wooden pirate. Nice. Right? So, it's probably like a five-foot-tall, big wooden pirate. It took three guys to move it. <laughs> so, we, uh, the way that Matt's house was is he was, like, up on a hill. And then there's the street between it, so it kind of goes down. And then there's another hill right across the way. So, we took the pirate off of their front area, like, their front, right next to their front door. Moved it and put it immediately across. So it was just a perfect straight shot <laughs> to seeing their pirate in the neighbor's yard. Well, and this thing was heavy, dude. Yeah. Like, and it took three, uh, and two of my friends were stronger than I were. And it took all three of us to get this thing up and across setting there. So the next day in class, I was so excited for Matt to confront me about it. Because he knew it was me. <laughs> he knew it was you. Yeah, okay. he knew it was me, right? And he didn't say anything. We went there, and it was the first class of U.S. history. And we're sitting in the class, and he doesn't say anything to me. Like stone cold. And I'm like, there's no way that they didn't notice that. There's no way, right? So very end of class, we're all kind of leaving. Matt's kind of lingering with a few friends. So I go to leave the class and he goes, oh yeah, Gabe. I was like, what's up, man? And he goes, you're an asshole. And that was it. <laughs> I was like, dude, great timing by Matt. But, oh, oh. Did you get, so we used to have like prom. Yeah. And and we were in high school. We had the our, uh biggest rival was like the next town over mm -hmm. but we were only separated by like one street so everybody from iron mountain knew everybody from kingsford right okay and then we would have prom or not prom wait um, one street yeah literally like a street like houses on one side you live in kingsford houses on the other side you live in iron mountain really yeah wow yeah so all the kids like knew each other but you you went to this school you kind of you were on Dang. iron mountain side you were on this side so I was on Kingsford. You I talk about a rivalry bro. right there. Yes, yes. So it wasn't prom. What was it when everybody gets... Homecoming? Homecoming. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Homecoming. And we had uh, homecoming battles, like uh, junior and senior year. Dude, we broke all the laws. We did every... <laughs> it was insane. Like, we would have... We would have drive-bys where we would pack up seven people in a van, mm -hmm. like somebody's mom's van. Mm -hmm. And we'd be riding around with, like, everybody has a carton of eggs Everybody has like three rolls of toilet paper, yeah. and we would do like a hit, like a hit squad, dude. We'd go, we'd roll up to somebody's house. Everybody gets out, dude. Pepper the house with eggs, like toilet paper. We're we're in and out in like a minute, yeah. And now their whole yard is trash, bro. Yeah. And then we get home and we see like, oh shit, they got me while while we were out getting them. Wow, so you guys were like running circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on their side of town. They're on our side yeah, of town. We're just fun. causing mayhem, dude. But then it, it's then it started to escalate. Okay, and naturally, uh, naturally. But we're from the woods, bro. So we we ice fish a lot in the winter, yeah. right? So you have your ice shack, and you're out on the ice in a lake, and and everybody kind of knows it. We only have a few lakes where you we have a lot of lakes, but everybody knows where everybody's ice shacks are at. Okay. Some people are on this lake, some people are on this lake, in little groups of shacks and mm -hmm. stuff, and and so uh, the rivalry just kept escalating mm -hmm. and going up and going up. And we used to have a party at one of my friends' house. And he would have parties there all the time, and and we were there, and uh, and his camp is like right down the road from his house. So we were actually partying out at his camp, but when we were there, people from the rival school went to his house in his house, and like I, th I think I remember they this, broke right? into his house, broke into his house, bro. bro. The door was probably open, but broke yeah. into the house, and like I I want to say they like sprayed ketchup and shit everywhere, like mm. like trashed the kitchen, Man. right? 
So then, so then somebody went back to the house, saw that they did that, went back to the camp, and now, bro, we got four truckloads full of guys, and we're pissed. They, like, just trashed our buddy Pip's house. Ooh, I wasn't going to say that. Our buddy's house. What's up? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it again. (laughs) And so, so, uh... So then we, we rally, and we got to pay these guys back, right? Yeah. So the best thing to do, we know where their ice shack is. Yeah. So we go, and we <laughs> literally do, we just, I think people were on the roof chainsawing this shack, and it was like a nice shack, bro. Yeah. I'm talking lazy boy inside. You guys brought chainsaws got, to the party? Dude, we probably had them in the back of the truck <laughs> no. already. Chainsaws. I'm talking, I think we, we, we ch- sawed it in half. Uh, people like smashed every, like totally just spread out this whole thing. It was like, I think they might've even lit it on fire, man. Yeah. And, uh, it was a big deal. That's unbelievable. Probably a decent amount of money worth of damage. Yeah. Especially lumber. Well, back then, probably back then lumber. Yeah. And we're in Michigan, there's lumber everywhere. So probably wasn't the wood, Yeah, but for sure. Like I think the lazy boy that got chainsawed in half probably cost a few hundred bucks. Yeah. And, um, it ended up being like even a bigger deal. And then, uh, another time my buddy, uh, Justin had a, uh, roundabout by his house. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for them to get to his house, they had to go into a roundabout, bro. So it was the choke point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we knew that they were coming to get his house cause they hadn't got it yet. Yeah. So we had, I don't know, dude, I'm talking 15, 20 guys in the woods, paintball guns, like, rocks and shit like wow. we were just like planet of the apes dude just hiding in the trees yeah. it was all dark and here come like one or two cars they roll in and dude we just attacked it would oh, be like it would fun. be like marines attacking some bad guys yeah like they they came in and before they could turn around dude we swarmed in on them trash i had a guy who had a car and i, st- I was standing in front of the car so he couldn't leave he Guns it, dude. Pedal to the metal. I run up over the hood of his car, <laughs> run dude. up, run down the back of his car. I cracked his windshield and the or his back windshield Damn. as I was running down. Yeah, and like they're trying to take a shitty to turn around, and we're just like boom, boom, shooting them with paintballs, yeah. and like we lit them up, bro. That wow. was the worst mistake they ever made. Was going in. We we knew what they were gonna do. Totally dude. predictable. That's so it was war, dude. It was war. You know. And, Real quick. Yeah. And then we all graduate. Yeah. And we go to the same colleges and then we all just hang out together and everybody becomes best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all those guys, dude. We, we, they all, a lot of them went down to like Central Michigan University, which is the school. So they were like one or two years below us, some of these guys. Yeah. And uh, at Central Michigan, that was the school that I went to after I got out of the military. Okay. I was like, I'm ready to be a college person. And I went there for one semester mm-hmm. and I partied my ass off, blew all of my savings. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah. I had the funnest semester of college that you could ever have. And um, did all of the fun things that you would do sure. to make up for four years of lost college experience. Right. So if you could, if you could try to try to catch up in a semester for four years. You got it all in one. That was what I did. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And I had so much fun with those Iron Mountain guys, dude. And we just laughed about going to battle back in the day. Yeah. And yeah. He's like, but, I'm actually a little pissed about that shack. Not, no, 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 no. It wasn't. It was the Iron Mountain shack. So yeah. it was, uh, you know, we, Dang. and I actually think now going back, I haven't thought about this for a lot of years, but I think the parents of that shack, mm-hmm. I think they actually maybe sued the other the other people really there might have been a lawsuit in there there wow. might have been some sort of money 
that had to get exchanged yeah. to make up for that. I imagine, yeah, because that's like a destruction of property. 100% that's, was destruction yeah. of property, yeah. 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 Like, looked, egging a house sucks, but that's one thing. Well, it started at egging and mm-hmm. toilet papering, yeah. and then it went into, like, trashing the inside of somebody's house. Then it went to, like, chainsawing your ice shack in half. Yeah. Then it went to, now we're going to assault you like a military force yeah. in an operation. That sounds so much that sounds like a lot of fun. Though. It was the funnest yeah, thing I can imagine, Man. dude. I had so much fun. I I lay back in bed when I can't sleep at three in the morning and relive those memories with yeah. my boys. Running on top of the car is so cool, dude. Like a ninja. I mean, I was yeah. getting ready to go to the military, so I was like pretty good shape. Damn. And I mean, I saw that car coming. Yeah. You know, at least from the ten yards away when he put the pedal to the floor. So I had plenty of time to run up over it. Yeah, it wasn't even a thing. Dang. But yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that. Like you. Like, your generation was, like, some of the last, like, really good physical soldiers. Where, like, we had a kid that just got hit by a car once that was hit. Like, he didn't didn't make it over that. He didn't make it over, you know Yeah, shoot. And then to settle out of it, the dude that hit him with the car was like, I'll buy you any shoes. Wow. And the dude fucking settled out of that. I'll take it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. From Fred Myers. There's like the highest. Oh, it's not like some Jordans yeah, or something. Yeah, the highest amount of shoes you can get there is like 70 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Dang. I would have bought the most nice boots. For sure. Yeah, that's what something. I would have Just the most expensive like, thing that I, I can put on my feet. the $170 boots. Yeah. And I'm, not, and I'm not even going to wear them. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I would wear them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously. Uh, definitely our generation, um, especially growing up in Upper Michigan, that was like right when people started to get cell phones, like the flip phones. Yeah, you know, you might not even remember that phone. No, I, yeah, I, I remember. Your generation. I was jealous of the kids that had them. Yeah, this is back when like the snake was the only game to play on wow. your phone, and I didn't even have a phone as a as a high schooler. Yeah, me I didn't get my phone till I had already joined the military yeah. and was in like cop school. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I can finally afford a phone. So That's sweet. Nice. Now yeah. I got one. I just didn't buy one forever because Wi-Fi was a thing. You know? I don't think they had Wi-Fi. I don't think maybe so. Maybe back then. God. They didn't have Wi-Fi. No, no way. No, they probably just had like, not, not maybe not dial-up. No way. Probably... It was cell phone minutes, bro. You had minutes. And that, that went oh, to yeah. your like, right. yeah. if you're gaming on your phone, dude, or whatever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not gaming. Because I think the the snake wasn't connected to the phone. Yeah, it wasn't like the high score on snake. But if you were right? like uh, trying to look at your, I don't know, MySpace or something. If yeah. you were online, like that would suck up minutes, bro. Yeah. So being could like, you look at MySpace on a flip phone? I don't think so. Probably I, I'm not. probably getting my my times mixed yeah. up here. It seems like though it's funny that we can almost can you view that in your head the little like I can't I don't remember what the MySpace logo is. But for some reason, I'm imagining it like on the little like eight bit. So no, because I I got I got on MySpace late to the game. Yeah, because I was in the military. I didn't have any of that shit. Right. And then when I got out, MySpace was already cool at that point. Mm-hmm. So then it was a while before I got in on the MySpace. Yeah. And then right probably for like a year or two maybe, and then Facebook came right. around. And then I was even late to the game on Facebook, dude. I was yeah. one of the guys that was like. Check out my MySpace. And people yeah. are like, you're still on that, dude? I was like, I just got on it. What are you talking about? Isn't this cool? MySpace is the best. They're like, no, page. we're on Facebook. All right. I'm, yeah. It plays the trooper by Iron Maiden whenever you come to my page. And you can't choose that you can, you know, you have to hear you it. You have to hear it. Oh, yeah. God. I actually like that. I was, I, yeah. I was, yeah, I always found like cool songs that I really felt like fit me on yeah. my page. Yeah. Yeah. What was your page? Uh, mine was very no uh, sports centric, I remember. I don't think I had a centric. I didn't, yeah. I didn't. 
Well, I didn't even know. Mine was probably big, like uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, Pittsburgh Steelers type stuff, like yeah. the baseball and football teams. Mm. I really, uh, I really resonated with. Mine was probably a lot of anti-authority type stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's just angry, eggs. angry ex-military yeah. guy. You know, they're so looking that's... through your photos and like, what? Is that nice, Shaq? <laughs> on fire. Yeah, you're on top of it with your fist up. Yeah, uh, dude. That's rad. Yeah. I think, though, like, your generation, like, how you got the people to, like, that choke point, right? Yeah. I feel like, and this is, this is very, uh, what would you call it? Like, I'm, I'm kind of spitballing here, right? Okay. But the physical soldiers of your era versus the, like, tactical soldiers of this era, if that makes sense. Maybe digital soldiers of this era? Because, yeah, because, like, the kids, you know, are programmed. This is, I mean, this is, we have a few minutes left, and this is an entire episode's worth speaking about, but just how people, like, kids are being programmed to be soldiers on video games. With controllers. Yeah. It's yeah, bro. I mean, flying drones, the drone controllers, like, the same as the Xbox controller. Yeah. I mean, and you can even go back and, like look at video games as programming for the future mm-hmm. of of digital warfare. Yeah. You know, right. and yeah, that's a real thing. I wasn't a big uh, you know, I guess that I would like to, you know, get more what delve into this at some point a little bit more. I think that's a really that's yeah. an interesting uh, you know, lane to go down. But I was never a big Call of Duty guy as far as that goes though. That's all the uh, the only games that I played were like shoot 'em sniper yeah. killing people military ones yeah. i mean i like i like that genre but yeah. i don't necessarily like call of duty where it's just like i feel like if i really wanted to spend that much time playing call of duty i should just enlist mm. you know what yeah. i mean because i can go and shoot targets with a real gun well like, i, don't I need think to shoot fake targets that look like people there's probably a lot of military people that are in the military mm-hmm. and then they play that because now the tactics that they learn in the military mm-hmm. and the communication skills which now you got headsets yeah, you're communi- cool. you're using military communication mm-hmm. you can actually put the things that you've learned in the military and the things that you do on yeah. deployment and now you can do them and fuck people up on video games that's a fun that's that's, that's actually a fun way cuz the bigger conversation would be are we programming young people to be better uh what military people i don't that's is, but sol- we're not. is, is I mean, soldier be- a bad word for no military folk no i, don't I know think that so. i know that marines don't like to be yeah so marine a marine is a marine right. an army is a soldier okay. a navy is a seaman i think really and an air air force is an airman really yeah okay so uh soldiers <laughs> no i don't you know i don't but know a, but a soldier is like uh, a, a good umbrella term yeah you so know a military, military personnel i yeah. suppose if you're yeah. gonna say that but yeah um so the other lane would be interesting to be like i wonder if people that were in the military would be better video gamers in like war games i would imagine for sure i mean you still yeah. gotta have the the finger coordination to play the but once yeah. you learn the controls you know, hide, cover, and fire. You mm-hmm. know, move like those things. That's that's how you that's how you go to war. Yeah. So in a video game, the same thing. You hide behind something. You know, you move you all the other person's shooting to keep yeah. the enemy. That's all. That as long as the video game is based on like real life rule set, then you can use the real life rules of war to be good at military games for sure. And yeah. and what and which came first, right? Like the the games or the soldier probably probably 
there's a, a plan for those games mm -hmm. to help people become better soldiers. There has to be. Yeah. 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 I would imagine. And yeah. there's so much millions of dollars of, of uh, emphasis towards that that world mm -hmm. that it would make sense to try to pull from that to create better war fighters like yeah. it, the military would probably be doing itself a disservice if they didn't help help mm -hmm. kind of get in that the foot in for the door sure. for people to yeah. be but then it goes to show you at the same time yeah we're cool we can all play xbox really good you know and that's awesome and mm -hmm. we can we can maybe maybe when robots start start like going to war for us which we already kind of see that, like mm -hmm. you see little robots and shit running and all that crazy stuff. Once people get good at, at maneuvering those around, maybe those are the things that are going to go to war for us, like the fucking Terminator robots. Right. And we just got a bunch of people playing Xbox and not actually killing each other, mm -hmm. you know? But I would imagine at some point you're going to have to either decide to go all in on the robot warfare or beef up your troops. And probably right. beefing up the troops is going to be... Uh, come in second to the digital future that we have. Yeah, I think so. Well, we just opened up a door into yeah. a big topic that I could really talk about. I would like to as well. But we got 15 seconds That's left. It. Man, I went quick. Gabe, I love you, buddy. I love you too, buddy. Episode 8 in the books. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.